Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the latest of the Overboard Network's Below Deck podcast. Tonight, we're talking Below Deck Med, Season 8, Episode 11, titled Safety Dance. Uh, Sean, you have to walk that one through me. Either something was cut post-production, but uh, no idea why it's named Safety Dance here. Did they play that song? I don't remember it. Like at the club? Maybe maybe someone was doing the Safety Dance there. Otherwise, I've got nothing. Yeah, yeah. I, this might be a post-production cut that didn't get flown all the way up the charts here. Um, in tonight's episode, we get an old micromanaging Sandy. She's back in case you missed her. I'm sure no one did, but, um, she's getting on the deck crew for not cleaning up before they go out, uh, a garbage that's half full and not having two deck crews on at all times, which I don't think is a policy unless anchor watch is just always going against policy. So we'll dive into that. Um, we also get Kyle continuing to essentially be a insecure bully who needs everyone to be on his side or else you're against him. Um, He's really in an argument uh, in this episode that only involves him. So just a tough look. Uh, We get a very very necessary puke count with a very unnecessary audio attached to it. Um, Unfortunately for Lily, that's the second worst thing involving her in this episode, with the worst being her ability to just do her job. Um, We get a mentalist on board for a 007 party because that makes no sense. And Haley reminds everyone for about five minutes that she is on board uh, with a scuba excursion. So, Sean, a lot going on on this episode. Let's just take it to the top because I want to talk about Kyle for about five minutes and then no more on this pod. Um, We're starting to get to the point now where Kyle is just not allowing anyone to have any fun unless he's not only involved but the center of it. It's just getting old, man. I think there was this point where he just kind of had these like purse lips smirk. And I could just tell on Twitter, everybody hated him for one solid second there. Yeah. It's, he just comes out of nowhere when uh, Jack and Lily are talking and just takes offense for no reason. I guess Lily and Jack said they had better banter between the two of them than Lily did with Toomey or Kyle, which that's fine. She's allowed to. She's just better friends with Jack already. And Kyle takes huge offense to this. Um, they have this really dumb argument during dinner. And then the argument continues to the club. Everyone else is having a good time. And what, is, what does Kyle say to Jack? He goes, or about Jack. She tells Lily, this Jack guy, all he's going to do is... Um, like turn you against us. Yep. And he's been against Toomey and Kyle from the beginning. And that Jack's got some growing up to do. And some oh. people leveled up and that was Kyle. And I don't, I don't know what he's talking about. Like I, how... 
I think here's the point. Kyle saying some people have some growing up to do and then putting another smirk on, or I guess a snarky face at that point, just shows you how delusional he is. Like this guy's an absolute maniac narcissist. And he can he tries to control the narrative in every situation, even ones that don't involve him. Um now beyond that, Sean, it was kind of funny when Lily went to Toomey the next day and she's like, Hey, Kyle kind of like made me feel uncomfortable with, you know, he was kind of, he kind of just like came up to me and started to make me feel bad about talking to Jack and Toomey goes to Kyle. And then he just really recounts a situation that makes him look a lot better. That's not, ex- not at all true. It's like, dude, I know, I know, you know, the cameras are running. So you know you're not going to get away with it in the long run, but he wanted he wanted to come out on top when it came to Toomey in that exact situation, at least. So just a tough look. It's frustrating that he won't get fired. Yeah. And Toomey yep. said, I because at first I thought, um, like when she witnesses that fight at dinner, then at the club, she's like, this guy's a problem. I'm going to have to talk with him. But then the next day, she's basically like, I can't have Kyle quit. I need him too much. He's the only one that can do service. Well, no, Jess can do service. Uh, LOL, right? Because that, that was another controversy <laughs> earlier this season. Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> I think Kyle her, created. Yeah, um, I think her point was that she would just be down. She would be down to maybe like one stew that she thinks could do stuff. And obviously Lily can't do anything. So, yeah, no, that's very accurate. But no, it's going to we're going to have to deal with Kyle the rest of the season, unfortunately. He does. He he figured it out to me. That's an alliance he has. Um, it does seem like he's just going to ignore Jack now during Charter, but that's not going to last that long because he can't take being ignored. Because like right, he's ignoring Jack and like just being like we're not going to have a relationship. But if Jack's in the same thing to him, that's going to drive him crazy. Yeah, I mean let's. Also think about how many nights out we have left for Kyle to just sabotage the whole thing. Like it's not going to work. So basically yeah, he needs. If Jack and Lily were talking to Kyle about like a way to conspire against Toomey, Kyle would be like all in it. Yeah. As like, yeah, right. He's, he needs to be involved and they need to be on his side. Yeah. No, he's, he's an egomaniac. I Do you think Kyle comes back for another season? I hope not. no, as what he can't be a chief stew yeah but he loves like he loves the spotlight so he loves being on this show he'll do anything to come like back on the show he'll be in winter house that show is nuts now it's such a re it's just like a retread now of like former bravo people and it's like half bullet egg people which like good but then one of them is malia She's a grown on that show. Um, well, so there's like Kitty what Flood. Ha- what happened to Malia becoming like a captain? She's like, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to become a captain. No, you're on you're on Winter House. <laughs> I think she captains like small boat. Like, it's not that hard to become like a captain, but no one's going to hire you as a bullet captain for a $200 million yacht. Like they want someone that's like been doing it for like twenty years, right? So, I think she does like smaller boats, but no, she likes being a celebrity. Yeah, I, 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 I can't blame her. Uh, but yeah, we'll see Kyle next season on Winter House. Yeah, because he's he 
wants to be like a long running reality TV show villain. Yeah. And the problem I have in like, whatever, I mean, it's the world we live in, but we celebrate the wrong people and in, in life, I feel like, and like the fact that Kyle has any, so any form of social media following just kind of rubs me the wrong way. Oh yeah. No, there's, there's a pathway to him. There's a pathway to like continued fame for him. Which which is bad and shouldn't exist, but yeah. you can't you can't keep people with no shame down for like <laughs> that for that long, man. You really yeah, they're undefeated. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, let's get into. So I think, I mean, is that it? Anything else on that exact uh, situation, or even any, anything on the night out? I missed. I feel like that well, dominated it. That did, but the club looked fun. I like that. I like that they went to a club, and Luca and Jess have sex. I think they already have had have had sex before. Yeah, and then Max and Lily just kind of roll around. Yeah, and keep falling off the bed. <laughs> I don't know if there is confirmed sex there. Or if they were too like sloppy, yeah, that or, might have been the case. Um, she was having a rough morning, so. <laughs> John, I hate how people think they can outsmart a hangover, and like I know ibuprofen and like Tylenol aren't great for you, like your livers and kidneys, if you do them all the time. But if you have a bad hangover coming, you that's that's the only real cure. Like water and coffee and Gatorade help, but yeah. you you need like painkillers also. So it's interesting you say that because I've been experimenting with some like recovery patches. Do those work? The one I use does. Um, I got it. It was like on sale one day, so I bought it because it was too cheap to not. So long story short, I went to like a gala like a month ago and right. the wine, the, yeah, no big deal. And the wine was just flowing and I woke up the next morning and felt totally fine. Woke up, played 18 holes of golf. I should have been in bed. I should have had a hard time. Why? Wine hangover is a bad hangover too. Yeah. And this yeah. was fine. This was fine. Um, so look up some of the hangover patches. Look, if you really struggle with hangovers, um, they're not cheap. I think the one I got retails for like five bucks a pop. Um, but if you think about like, how many times have you ever woke up with a hangover and been like, I would pay how many times I would pay $100 to not have a hangover sometimes. So, well, Lily should have known about those patches. I mean, she had a puke too. I, I guess it takes us to a new level. Yeah, uh, that's tough. Plus like, you never know. I feel like sometimes with a hangover, like if you are at sea, it's probably a little worse, even if you're not like <laughs> seasick, you know? A hundred percent. And then you've got Sandy yelling at her while she's puking. I would have cried. I feel like usually when you're puking, you start to tear up too. Yeah. And it's like a natural thing. <laughs> like 
you're like throwing up uncontrollability and your boss is yelling at you. That does <laughs> suck. And then she has to go upstairs and like try to remember how to do laundry, which she doesn't yeah. remember how to do. No, I I think my favorite part was when she's like, hey, it's Sandy. And she's like, who? <laughs> okay. You're captain. You're captain. <laughs> Sandy was pissed, but uh, I mean, I guess you can't call in sick. I'm below no. deck. No, um, but you got to do what that one girl did a couple of seasons ago. It was just like, I think I have the flu. Oh, no, it was the um, hospital. No, it was this season. Oh, Jess. It was Jess. Yeah. yeah. She's just like, oh, I think I have, I think I got sick. Like, well, hey, you got hungover. It's either go to work or hospital. Yeah, right. And those, neither of those sound fun if you're just hungover. So, no, that's fair. So, um, all right. Any, I want to talk, let's see, covered Kyle, covered, I mean, Sandy micromanages them a little bit. Um, I didn't agree with the whole, like, listen, they're adults. Maybe if the expectation is they clean up before they go out, but like, it's their day off. Their whole job is around cleaning. So I feel like even if they, like, if they're pre-gaming, the last thing you want to do is clean up before pre-gaming or before leaving after pre-gaming, but also these people are going to come back and, and clean up the next morning. Yeah. I cleaning would kill a pregame. Uh, John, when's the last time you pregamed for something? Obviously like in college. Least, yeah. I mean, this was like a staple in our twenties, right? Like it, you pregame before you go out to the bars. That sounds so much fun. It does. Now it's like, it's like, yeah, I'll have a beer or two. And that's like, you know what? Maybe I don't want to go out at all. I know, but like if someone invited you like like hey hey we have a bar night it's like hey like come to my place we're in a pregame and then go out so, i would yeah. be so excited yeah because you know it's like a huge night thing oh yeah like it's not you're not going home early like it's you're out until close then yeah that, yeah that sounds amazing uh yeah no sandy that's don't make them clean during a pregame yeah, that's not cool Sandy just wanted to yell at Luca. Yeah, I think she just thought like maybe things were going too sm- swimmingly for him. Um, just try to ride his ass for a little bit. That the garbage thing was hilarious because, like, listen, Sandy unnecessarily like. Here's the thing that that bugs me. Exterior has been fine. There's been almost no issues with the deck team. And Sandy's just like finding things now. She's like, oh, if interior, if interior is a mess, might as well make exterior a mess too. So it's like she literally went down there to open up a a bin drawer that was completely closed and was like, you gotta come take out this garbage, which was half filled at best. <laughs> I it's a waste of garbage bags too. Yeah. I would not not my house. We we, we take that thing when it's very full. Um, it's, we got to get into the charter, right? Yeah. So, Michael. Uh, yeah. Michael's charter with uh, Amish. Amish yeah. was the guy. Um, he's going to be a problem. I'm not sure you pronounce his name. I'll, I'll go with Amish. Yeah. I would hope it's not just Amish. Right. <laughs> Maybe a mish. Um, but anyway, um, dude's going to be a problem. Like, throwing stuff from the beginning. I think we saw 
coming attractions, he's going to be an issue. Um, there's one girl, couldn't find out her name, but looked great. Yeah. What does Michael do? Um, he is a, he owns a company that does dental implants. Oh, yes, he does. Those are very expensive. Yeah. He's probably. With or without insurance, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dental insurance, even really good. The one I have is supposed to be good. Just covers like half. Yeah. For like like something like that, like a root canal or a crown or implant. Yeah. Yes. And he's. uh, I, I, I have a weird theory that dentists make more money than doctors. In all of my research, says that's not true. Yeah, but I still don't believe it. I just yeah. <laughs> no, I uh, I've seen my bill before. I had a little bit of work done a couple of years ago. I think they're doing okay. You know. Yeah, yeah, they're doing I, all right. I agree. Um, Do we I want have... to talk about the uh, mentalist a little bit? Going to a double o seven theme party, which makes no sense. Um, I, I love this. Um, so Toomey calls the provisioner up and it's like, we need entertainment for a James Bond party. I think she can't say James Bond because of trademarks, but just 007. Yeah. The provisioner is like, awesome, I have a mentalist for you. Toomey's confused, but then gives no pushback whatsoever. Right. And it's just like, well, I guess we have a, we have a mentalist coming. Um, and obviously, um, this creates problems for Luca. We'll get to that later. But this mentalist, he's really just a half magician, half psychic, right? Yeah. It was... I will say that I think his showmanship was terrible. His delivery was awful. Now, listen, he's he's doing things I could never do, but... Sean, we've seen it. I don't know if you've watched like the recent seasons of like Hard Knocks, but they always bring like a mentalist in and like the crowd like loves it every time. And they're like amazed like this one. He's like, all right, everyone just stand awkwardly in this small portion of the boat. And I'm going to just start asking you questions and not really go over anything. It's like, where do you want to go on vacation? (laughs) I just thought he could have like done it way better than what he did. And Okay. I'm not a big James Bond fan. Like, a, he's a cool guy, but I don't really watch the movies. I, I, I would believe a mentalist existed in that world if he was wearing a, a tuxedo or a nice suit. Yeah. This guy comes on in a tank top. Kind of ruined the vibe of a 007. Yes, yes. And unless you're going to, like, dress like a genie or something, which also <laughs> would make no sense, but, like, it's still... It adds, like, a little magic to it. He's just, like... Like a guy in a, a tank top. Yeah. And that's on to me. I'm sorry. That's not on the provisioner. Because the provisioner came up with a terrible suggestion that it would not on theme. And Toomey's like, fine. However, to be fair, though, what would be good entertainment for a James Bond party? Like a card, like a, like a casino, yeah. like a car dealer, right? Yeah. It could be like a casino royale. Um, Maybe like a a guy who like specializes in making like um 
like the drinks that James Bond would make, you know, like to make like a really fancy martini. I don't know if you want to bring a guy on board to make a martini, but I'm sure <laughs> we could come up with something, you know? A guy in a tuxedo. That's all yeah. we need. And this guy couldn't even do that. Yep. Uh, John, should we talk Luca not giving people breaks? Was this Luca not giving people breaks? Or, or was this the fact that like there was an excursion and there's four of them? And what are you going to do? If you're going to send three people, which I think you need to do when you have people snorkeling and scuba diving. Well, like, I think that it was just Haley and Max, I thought, doing the, the scuba diving trip, right? Was Laura with them too? Laura, Laura, yeah, Laura was on the boat, I believe. I believe Laura was on the boat, and then the other two were actually like, yeah, you're snorkeling right. Because I remember Max walkie to her and she's like oh max is having a great time in there with the with the guests you're right she was kind of managing it yeah right okay and like it was great we got to see Haley's like an expert diver not something i ever want to do but it's cool that she's good at it yeah max is having more fun than the guests and so was that luca's mistake or was it so really they come back uh from the excursion Luca's like, all right, we're gonna get the uh tender up. Toomey's like, not so fast, my friend. We need to pick up a mentalist for some reason. And for the for the 007 party, <laughs> surely, Sean. <laughs> I feel like and Toomey and Laura kind of blame this on Luca, like you should have asked Toomey. I kind of get where Luca's coming from. Why why do you need this person on the boat? But... Well, I, I... I tell you, Sean, I kind of think it's the other. I, I think he's got a reason for why he thinks it's weird, but also like the timing of everything. So if I'm Luca, I'm like, hey, to me, why didn't you just tell me we needed to go pick somebody up? You had all day to tell me we had, we had to go pick somebody yeah. up. Like, I don't, I think Toomey's like, well, my last boat, I, or the bosun would always come and be like, do you need me to pick anybody up? I'm like, that's a weird request. This happens like hardly ever. I think her last boat was down under last year and she was the second stew. Look, hot take. Jimmy's fine. I I don't know if we need her for another season. That's she's not she is not a good main character. She's not she's a nice person. She's good at her job. I I don't know, this is a little off topic, but like the show sort of neat, like when Natalia gone, it's like weird. Yeah. So I agree in the sense it's like, what's Natalia, what, what's Toomey bringing to the table as far as like nights out and things like that? Nothing. Now, I, now the only thing I could think, Sean, is that right now she's in a position where she has to actively manage what she calls children. So maybe to me who doesn't constantly have to act like the mom maybe she does break loose a little bit more you know i don't know if she's been given a fair shake in that aspect that's fair oh i wouldn't be mad if she was brought back i just don't know if she's earned it yet because like your daisies your kates your hannah's they they bring drama like, yeah that's fair i don't um, know if she's a i don't know if she's a two-year but also like i just Wanted everything in my power to be done to not have Kyle come back. Yes. Yeah. Um, um, so, okay. But basically, 
So the, they have to put the tender down. He has to pick up the mentalist. So this interferes. So Luca has to leave the boat. He already sent Max and Haley on break after the excursion. Laura kind of takes her own break. Yeah, let's not <laughs> let's not forget about that. <laughs> she just sort of decides, good time for a break for me. Now, I think that was always the plan. But she did say to the camera, you're always supposed to let um, like the lower ranking people like your deckhands go on break first. And you might not get a break as a lead or a bosun. But she was tired. And yeah. Sandy sees this, freaks out. And I mean, it kind of ends in a cliffhanger there. But she tells Lucas she's pissed. And... Lucas not getting fired or anything. He's gonna get yelled at yeah. for ten seconds. Is it in like in like five episodes? Sandy's gonna be like, Luca, I think you did a great job. You know, you went from being a deckhand <laughs> to bosun, um, and I just couldn't have asked for more. That's exactly what she's gonna say in in five episodes. So like this whole thing about like growing, it's like I think it's BS. This whole yes. episode about her being micro towards, um micromanaging towards exterior that's like a gen z term that doesn't exist yet but you may have just coined it like someone like oh they're being micro towards me like, <laughs> right yeah. yeah like micromanaging are you sure yeah. it? um she does have to wake laura up yeah that, that's different she had to wake two people up this episode uh, wait let me ask you a question laura. though let me ask you a question what did she need from the deck team dishes but like that can be done after dinner that's exactly what it is she's like she didn't actually need um i guess bring it up bring a plate still yeah maybe i take that back a little bit um because um lily and jess were on turndowns right yeah they probably did need a little bit of help but and luca did have to send back the magician or whatever he did (laughs) So yeah, maybe they did need one person. So I guess I can see I can see Sandy's point, but it also just seems like you have you have four interior people. I think the fact that exterior has historically helped doesn't necessarily mean that exterior needs to run dishes on every meal when there's four interior people and a chef. I guess probably Laura's fault overall. Because she knows that Max and Haley are in break and that Luca is dropping the mentalist off. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see where it picks up. Uh, John, should we get to awards? Yeah, let's do it. All right. My winner was the provisioner because no one questioned. I forget, I forget if it's a guy or a girl. But no one questions their recommendations. And they could have sent over a, a petting zoo or a birthday clown. Or like a like a dog and pony show, and Toomey would have okayed it. I, so just the fact that no one questions their choices, they won. That's so good. Um, this is gonna be a weird one, um, but I actually um, I picked Max. Okay. Who didn't really have a? Sh- I mean, he had nothing outlandish, outlandish on his episode. Uh, I guess he hooked up with Lily, so that's cool. Um, but I also wanted to bring up the fact that like he was a problem like four episodes ago 
and then he was going to leave the boat and now he's flourishing. So it's just like, it's kind of like, he's got a nice come up coming right now. We don't even think about how he was once a problem or he was once looking to leave. So he's in a good space. Max is great. Yeah. Max is here the rest of the season. Uh, John for loser. I had Lily. Cause she's getting fired soon. We didn't really talk yeah. about how Kevin Sini didn't have any shirts or that Toomey had to yell at her a few times for not doing her job and saying she was finished when she wasn't. So we'll see how much longer Lily lasts, but I don't suspect it's long. Yeah. Lily's awful. Um, she's just a trash too. Um, <laughs> so she's not good at her. She might be a great person, uh, but not good at her job. So clearly the loser. Good at nights out, but that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a tough one. Um, especially when you're like the lowest stew, you have the easiest job. You have a lot to do, but your tasks themselves are easy. So, um, all right, Sean, that's that episode, man. Um, listen, we got half a dozen episodes left, maybe, maybe one less than that. So, um, you know, let's see what happens. Looks like we're going to get Kyle the rest of the way, but, um, maybe we'll have some other good things happen. Exactly. All right, John, everyone, thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. Bon voyage.